0: You're listening to the Affirmation Attic Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here and now it's time to get started. Happy 2024. I hope you have had such a good holiday season. I hope your transition into the new year has been just what you needed, no matter how it looked, whether or not you made a vision board, whether or not you got all of your planning done, whether or not you have just been resting and hibernating as we are technically meant to. So I hope this year has started off in a way that's exactly what you need. And I actually had a different episode planned for today. This is my first time recording in the new year. Um I typically record like one or two weeks ahead of time if that. So it's my first episode post holiday season and I had a really cool episode. I will record it for next week. But before we dive too deep into 2024 and just kind of observing the energy I've been seeing online, seeing in people's lives around me, I had kind of a heart to heart I Wanted to share because I think it is so easy to get wrapped up in all of the new year, new me intentions, and all of like the hot takes people share on social media around this time, but also just around. That feeling of, oh my gosh, am I missing something? What do I need to start? How am I going to actually change my life? And I think this is a societal, humanity-long kind of trend where it always seems like there's that next thing that's going to change your life. That's that secret pill or that secret sauce or something just mind-blowing that we haven't heard of before. And I feel like that just gets very amplified at this time of the year. And so what I really wanted to share with you is a heart to heart because I implemented what I'm about to share with you last year, and it completely changed the trajectory for my year. And I was actually able to make some of the biggest changes I've ever made in my life. Um, because I was focused on actually applying what I've learned. So the theme for this episode, the main message I want to share with you is an invitation to stop over consuming and start actually applying. And this is generic. So I'm not calling you out directly. Maybe you do really well at applying, but I want to ask you and take an honest reflection with yourself. You're not proving anything to anybody. So don't lie. This is just between you and you, but how much of the Instagram content that you're saving for later, do you actually go and apply in your life? How many of the books you've read do you actually apply in your day to day life? How many of the podcasts you listen to do you sit and actually do the different things that they're talking about? Maybe you're really good about this and maybe you're not as good. And I want to call out and acknowledge that I am someone who is a consumption queen. I soak in books like no other. I love reading. Um, I love like listening to new information, but there hits a point to where the information is more of a distraction from us to take action. And that is a really fine line and it varies from person to person. But I really want to call that out and ask you to reflect on that before you get too deep into 2024. Because I think we sometimes feel like we're missing something that everybody else knows. And from my own experience, I can tell you that you probably know so much, but you might be spending more time learning and consuming and kind of digesting, then you are spending applying. And why do we kind of not spend that much time applying? It's because we don't want to mess up. We're scared that if we do apply, that it won't be the results that we have been looking for. And then we'll feel kind of hopeless. And we're also scared of it not being as good as we had hoped. So we'd rather kind of be in that state of mystery rather than trying it out. And lastly, we want it to be perfect. We're so scared of starting messy, starting in an imperfect way that we feel like we have to buy the exact materials and get the highest quality this and the most expensive that, and that's totally okay and those can help you. But how much of that is just an excuse to prevent you from taking action and how much of it is just a subconscious belief that you're scared to take action? And I sat with myself last year for probably most of the beginning of the year avoiding taking action that i knew i wanted to take and i knew i needed to take but i also promised myself i wouldn't consume anything else until i could actually apply what i had kind of consumed up until that point so specifically like i read a ton of books i read honestly every single manifestation self help book money mindset business books like I have so much knowledge and I was talking to Tom about this. We were sitting at book club and they were kind of listing out all these recommended books. And I was like, oh, I've read that one. I've read that one. Tom was like, you have read all of these. I was like, I know, like I read so many books. Does me reading books means that I'm a master at the concepts? Absolutely not. And that's what I promised myself last year is I'm not going to read more books. I'm not going to take more courses. I'm not going to listen to new podcast concepts. I might repeat what I have listened to or what I have already kind of consumed to see if I can process it in a different way. But there is so much information that's just slight variations of things that are already being said. And that's beautiful and that's necessary. And we're all kind of contributing to that. But the amount of avoidance I was doing by just consuming new information or even consuming information I've already listened to or read instead of taking action was actually mind-blowing to me. And I say this with full honesty. um, It was so... I just didn't want to take the action. And I some of the limiting beliefs and kind of thoughts that I mentioned out earlier were probably some of the deeper rooted thoughts I had. Where I was like, what if I take this action that I've built up my whole life and it's not what I expected? That fear of disappointment. What if I actually do become successful? That fear of, oh my gosh, what if I hit my next upper kind of limit? And then what? I don't know what I want after that. And I've been in all of these different scenarios where we self-sabotage so much. We create such deep, complex um, excuses and limiting beliefs for ourselves that we will do anything but take action. And all I invite you to do is reflect with yourself and ask Have you been in an overconsumption spree, whether it's the area of manifestation, whether it's the area of money mindset, whether it's starting a business, whether it's your skincare or your hair care, whether it's your health and fitness, whether it's like your gut health or your hormone balancing, like how much information do you Know and how much of it are you actually practicing in your daily life that no one else can see that you are doing? And that was such a tough reality check for me because I am a wealth of knowledge. Like I am so good at learning so quickly. And I told Tom this I was like, I have so much knowledge, but knowledge is kind of useless when you don't apply it. Wisdom comes from application. And I I think the one area in my life where I was always really good at applying my knowledge was manifestation. Hence, I'm really good with manifestation. But there are certain things that I never really applied my knowledge to, and I could see the the disconnect. Like I could see the me not practicing it was it's all in my head. But how much of it is in my 3D life? How much of my am I actually changing? And that's why I want to ask you to be really honest with yourself. Is there a specific area of your life where you're kind of on an overconsumption spree with the purest intentions? And is it possible for you to pause that consumption and try and just start taking action, even if it's messy, even if it's imperfect, even if it's not exactly how you would like to take that action? Something is better than nothing. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz, and it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Notice the excuses that come up. I'm kind of thinking in my own way, right? There's something that I want to take action on, like my hormone balancing, but my vitamins aren't in yet. So I'll start when the vitamins come. And it's like, no, like I can start now. Like I can start even if it's not fully perfect. And it's having that honest inner dialogue that has really helped me to start taking action and giving yourself permission to not judge yourself for not taking action for this long, but allowing yourself to find action that resonates with you. It doesn't have to be exactly what a book lays out. It doesn't have to be super rigorous. It can be flexible and taking your power back in that area of your life. So before we dive way too deep into 2024 and kind of get back into that monotonous cycle, what if this is the season or this is the year where you stop trying to overconsume? There's We know that there's new information coming out, new studies, new techniques all the time, but also there's things that have not really changed and maybe there's slight variations to it and slight different shifts in perspective, but because universal wisdom is like, what is the word is everlasting. I think basically universal wisdom has always been there and it's never changing. Everything that we're consuming is a deviation of universal wisdom. So you will not miss out on information that's life-changing for you. And instead of feeling like you're missing something and feeling like you don't know enough. What if you just actually took action? What if you just took action? Even if you didn't know if you were doing it right, even if you were scared, it wasn't going to happen. What if you just started? And I will tell you personally, the response that helped for me was just doing it one small promise to myself a day. And not only did it create absolutely like mind-blowing shifts in my life. But also it really helped me recreate my self-confidence and my relationship with myself. I felt like I could actually like trust myself again. And I wasn't just, I didn't feel kind of like a fraud. I felt like I was someone who like does what she says. And the amount of confidence that that brings is honestly um something i can't even explain because so many of us just do something for social media or we just do something because we're supposed to do it but like how often do you do something for you because no one is watching because you're trying to slightly better yourself and when you actually do that it feels so good and it doesn't have to look perfect so i really invite you to take a look at some of the excuses you might be sharing with yourself and Acknowledge them. Those excuses are real. They're real feelings. They're real concerns, but talk yourself out of them or find a way to take action instead. So some guidelines on actually taking action. What really helps me is focusing on one area of my life. So last year, the area of my life I was really focusing on was my business, was my purpose, my business. How do I want to show up in the world? And the first thing I did was I cut out all noise. I really siloed in. I stopped listening to other people. I stopped reading business books. I stopped um, just learning. And I just sat with myself. I was like, what is my ideal Pathway in my business? What is my ideal structure? And just practicing consistently, not just a one time I sat quietly for a day, no, like consistently, actively, like cutting out other people's beliefs, other people's opinions, other people's thoughts gave me a lot of insight. And then, secondly, just starting to chip away. Your to do list might be so overwhelming, and I know it feels like it might never end in a specific area, but just doing a small thing. And if you don't, if you don't finish it that day, that's okay. But just trying even sitting down and writing down, I tried and today it didn't work, but delegating that time and trying, um, is so important and play with different environments. Like for me, I, it helped me to like get out of the house cause I work from home. And then I will distract myself with like cooking and doing laundry and gardening. And I'm like, no, I should probably just sit and work. So I had to get creative and find a different place for me to work. And that really helped me. Now I can work from home again, but like when it's too overwhelming, changing environment is super helpful. Um, And then lastly, it's like find one Kind of template, if you can't figure out what you want to do, find one thing that you want to try and stick to and try and stick to it a little bit for yourself. So, and it doesn't have to be every day. Consistency can look different every single day, but find one goal. Don't overcrowd it. Don't try and do 50 things at once. Try and just do one thing. Like we try and make these big, grandiose to do lists because we know technically our to do list will probably take like 10 hours and we all have 24 hours in a day. But there is a lot of emotion and energy that's going into it. So pick one task. And if it takes you five minutes, fine, you did it. And then do it again tomorrow. So don't make it harder on yourself, allow it to be easy. And don't feel shameful if it's easy. A lot of the times when you start doing something that you've been pushing off for a while, or you are kind of scared to implement, we think it's supposed to be really hard. But It's probably super easy and we just have a lot of internal resistance. So stop judging yourself for skipping out on something that's easy and really keep working on your self-talk. So if you're working on this in the area of maybe manifestation, pick one manifestation person you want to listen to or get inspiration from you, whether it's Abraham Hicks, whether it is me, which I would love, whether it's somebody else, pick one person and see if you can stick to and follow that thought process for just a little bit. Give yourself a month, give yourself two months and just stick to it. One last thing is when you are doing something for the results of it and you're not enjoying the process, I have found that to be one of the most detrimental things because if you're doing it like it's homework, if you're doing it like oh I have to do this, that energy is not going to get you that far. It will get you a little bit, like it's better than nothing. But learning how to find a approach where you can actually have fun with it and you can feel good just in the momentary, um, like before, during, and after of doing that approach. So I always say this: like when manifesting as a lifestyle, I'm not focused on my end result of I don't know manifesting my dream home. I am focused on these affirmations made me feel really good right before, during, and after, and that is enough inspiration for me to come back to them tomorrow. I'm not saying those affirmations and looking for my dream home. I am saying those affirmations and like, wow, that really inspired me today. Cool, and then moving forward, we oftentimes try and do things just to get a result, but finding ways to play with your mind and enjoy the process, enjoy the little mini action steps. Because one thing that really helped me, and I was planning on recording a podcast episode on this, is like understanding that your manifestation, I think about this a lot. Some of my biggest manifestations, right? Meeting Tom, um, our dream home that we're in, and like, I don't know, my dream car and my wedding. Like all of those are like one second in time. And there's so much time before, there's so much time after, the manifestation arriving is probably the smallest detail. And that took me so long to actually process to where I was able to say, I don't want to live my life hating and dreading every single moment until a manifestation arrives and then starting that cycle again. I want to enjoy the before, the during, and the after of manifestation in its entirety. And that understanding of a manifestation coming into your life is 1% of it. There is so much that goes into it before there's so much that happens because of that manifestation and learning to enjoy the entire journey, I think is the biggest thing. And I think all you need to do is decide. I don't think there's an art to it. I think it's a decision of, Hey, like, yeah, my manifestation isn't here yet. Yeah. I've been putting in tireless months affirming and doing this, but also I'm kind of enjoying it. I have become a little bit better and it's a decision to constantly seek out the benefits of doing something. Even if you're not getting the initial result that you started it for, there are benefits of all of the little things that you're probably going to be implementing for yourself. So I recommend picking one area of your life, whether it's manifestation, whether it's health and wellness, whether it's working out and fitness, whether it is, I don't remember all the other areas, um, but whatever area of your life, Oh, your business. I was like, what is the other one I kept talking about? So whether one area, pick that one area and focus on taking action, small, messy action and see what that does for you. I really think that applying what I know gave me the most wisdom I could have ever asked for last year. And I feel so empowered that I don't feel the need to read and consume constantly. I am always going to be a student of life and I will always keep learning, but I'm also not learning as like, it's like a school and I'm trying to pass or fail. I'm learning for the joy of learning and I'm practicing for the joy of practicing. And I'm living for the joy of being a student of life and like having fun in the messiness of it. And it's a perspective shift that's completely changed my life. And I didn't know the best way to share it forward. So here is the my best delivery and I really really hope it resonated with you and if it did let me know let me know in my dms I read every single one and it means the world to me when you guys message me back and so let me know if you might be adopting this intention or this kind of philosophy for a little while as we kind of dive deeper into 2024 so thank you for being here as always I love you and I will see you in the next episode bye Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram to continue diving into spirituality and manifestation. Head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.